Welcome back to another episode of Everyone is Stupid Except Us. I'm Roz. I'm Sean. And we're going to talk about things. Maybe not things that we've talked about before. One of the things that we have talked about before, weed. We're going to talk about the marijuana laws and the legalization <laughs> of Canadian marijuana, as we have talked about that before, but now things have actually happened. It got put in place. And yes, it's, the whole it is now at least, what, two to three weeks, two weeks since the, the legalization of weed, and the, the, the country is not on fire. No, but everyone has lost, uh, most people have lost their friggin' minds and everyone's, yeah. Street gangs do not, <laughs> you know, roam towns. It is not, you know, post-apocalyptic. I don't, Mel Gibson isn't out there riding his his uh, modified uh, off road vehicle. It's like, but it really nothing does, has happened, it guys. Really Nobody does cares. Feel like it's some sort of surreptitious PR war between the two, where people keep posting different um, different news stories, where it's not exactly here's why it's bad to legalize marijuana, or other people saying here's why it's the best thing ever to legalize marijuana. They're all there's there's this subtext. The, Maybe the I don't thing. subscribe to the same news sources that you do because I leading up to the legalization, it was basically like, you know, people for Trump, oh, don't don't legalize the weed. Oh, yeah, make Canada great again. And it was like, oh, not in my backyard. And everybody was losing their shit over this. And then it happened and everyone's like, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> like nobody cares anymore. But then they took and, pictures of lineups and then everyone was saying, oh. Yeah, it's like, oh, look at this on Facebook. There's there's Jeff buying his bag of the Hylian Delight or whatever it is he was getting, you know? And it's just like, yeah, all right. Nobody cares. It's just a thing now. We've we've moved past it. Hashtag Rubik's Dildo Farm or something. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, like, they all have really stupid names. I mean, it's, a lot of them are hilarious. I Here love we are. It's, like, it's, it's less than two weeks in and the novelty is already gone. And it's exactly like we said. Everybody who was doing it before is still doing it. And very few people who weren't doing it are now doing it. It's not like all of the youths in the nation suddenly turned, you know, tuned in, turned on, dropped out, and got high. Be- before we keep getting shit. angry about children on the grass, womp womp, we should. I, I should probably continue to say what what's going to be the rest of the show. Okay, okay carry we're, on. We're Sorry. also going to bitch a little bit about Donald Trump, and then uh, also going to talk a little bit about media piracy, stealing stealing stuff online, and maybe move into a couple of things about online ads. Uh, I had a I had something I wanted to talk about, about modern storytelling and how technology affects modern storytelling, where it didn't affect it yes. uh, quite quite so much. I had some points on that when I read that. There was also a weird story we saw recently. This happened in Canada where a uh, community decided to f- fly <laughs> a nice big straight pride flag. So I'm sure we have many opinions about that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a weird one. So pre- pretty much we're just angry at everybody this week, I think. <laughs> that's but, just That's such a ridiculous story. And as a preface to those who... The, the one person in 2024 who happens to have stumbled across this on the internet and doesn't personally know the two of us, we are both, you know, young, Humans? middle-aged oh. white men. Are we young? So, young, middle-aged. Oh, yeah. We're not we're, middle-aged. We're between 35 and 50. Yeah, we're between 35 and 50, uh, and we're, you know... Which is like white, super white danger men. zone for... yeah. For any, but I mean, opinionated white guy. Yes, straight straight white man at that. So also, anyway, I like I like well. to think we're pretty open minded. But I think, and we've talked yes. about this before, where neither of us have really gone through any degree of persecution in our lives ever. No one has ever said, "Well, oh, oh, I'm sorry, you can't do that. You're young and white." Well, 
from from society in general perhaps not i think both of us probably have faced it from peers and and sports you know, coaches. Our immediate social groups i mean <laughs> we were both nerds i was fat you were a dork so you know it's it's kind of i was pretty small framed and no one let me play on any sports teams exactly i didn't want to because i was antisocial and fat so i wanted to but i was weak and useless <laughs> was <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, slightly less weak and useless now. No, I was speaking more about myself. <laughs> I'll give you stars. Look, I, stars. I, I was, yeah, was antisocial and fat. Yeah, I get it. Is <laughs> that too? Um, so, so the, yeah, the Mary, the Mary Joanna. There's, there's a the lot Mary of Mary Joannas. I would like one drug, please. Yep, and it's uh, and it's up for sale. And they ran out like the first day, or at least no, a lot of Nova Scotian places ran out. But again, what it's it's funny how both side, you know, pro and anti marijuana, both use the arguments of oh, they they ran out of the drug. So the anti marijuana side said, oh, they ran, you know, they they sold too much. They ran out of the yeah. marijuana. Everyone's oh, it's, a, it's a national epidemic. It's a crazy epidemic. And then the ones, the pro marijuana one said, you know how we thought you were stupid for only opening like five places to buy this mm-hmm. you were stupid for opening only mm-hmm. five places to buy this because and t- to add a little bit of backstory here again to the to the one person in the future who might might not be from canada um canada had never had legal marijuana there were some little marginal things like oh if you had a a certain below a certain threshold you didn't go to jail for having it and stuff like that like because four grams or something wasn't it or yeah it was some tiny some tiny amount. amount but now it's it is fully legal for all um canadians to to have as long as it's not in a uh amount large enough that they consider it now, having, trafficking having said that it also comes down to not not only are you well you're still you're limited somewhat Maybe a little oh, bit yeah. in marijuana, but you're also super limited by how we have totally cracked down on tobacco smoking over the last 20, mm-hmm. 30 years. Where you can't go into a public, you can't smoke in a public building, well, that's you can't the thing. smoke yeah, near I mean, a bus stop, you can't, you know, smoke. The thing smoke. with marijuana, marijuana is a smokable intoxicant, so it's going to fall under all of the same laws as smoking tobacco and drinking you can't like you know dr- smoke up and then go drive a bus you can't you know people are like oh it's legal but it's not legal on my job oh my rights are being infringed well you can't drink on your job either dude mm. you know it's you can't you know oh i'm an airline pilot and i should be allowed to why that's crazy well that, but, i mean no that that's a straw man argument nobody is really making that, yeah. that argument to that one, but one of the crazy stories that came from the the anti i feel came from the anti side it was apparently you know very neutral story it was about this woman who as a young person she learned that she was uh deathly allergic Ugh. to marijuana Dumb. And so then she's all saying, well, if this becomes legal, then how am I going to protect myself? I'm like, just... The same way that people with a peanut (laughs) allergy protect themselves today. Don't be around it and ask your friends not to have peanut butter sandwiches. Or bitch loud enough and have an entire school board ban peanuts from all schools. It's, it's, I mean, oh, the same thing. School board will ban marijuana from the schools. Pretty sure they're gonna. I'm okay with that. You're on your own. You're (laughs) on your own once you're an adult. I mean, that sucks for her. But you know what? It is what it is, and there's people that have allergies. I'm allergic to bullets, which is why I don't go to the United States. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm I'm taking a pretty decent protectionist stance there. I feel, but that so yeah, that was that was Loompa leaders. <laughs> that that was that that stupid story. This one, and, and she just said, "Oh, what are we gonna do? You know, who's who's watching out for for my health?" 
If, if everyone's you. just allowed to smoke the marijuanas, you are. Yeah, you you are in charge of that. I, I forget. And what I the... don't. I don't know this person, obviously, and I never really delved into her story. But I mean, how how de- I mean, she how deathly allergic is she? If she's allergic to that, she's probably allergic. She probably has allergies to tobacco. A lot of, uh, yeah, like a lot of airborne pollutants. Mm. So do you live out in the out in the the sticks and never go anywhere where they're burning things? I mean, it's, I don't think that it's a substance that allows itself to anaphylactic shock. Again, like peanuts, peanuts are in everything. Yeah. And like some people, who, generally, if you have a peanut allergy, it's not like, oh, you know, I get a little bit itchy or, oh, you know, I get the phlegmy throat. Normally, it's like I die. You I know, kinda... it's... I kind of like what people do when when they when they decide to put like pesticides and whatnot on their lawns. They just put up a little mm. sign that says, "Yo, what up? I used yeah, pesticides. Don't, Keep don't your, dang let your dog bare feet. eat my grass." Oh, yeah, exactly. And some people have a huge they would have a huge allergy to that. You know, their feet would puff up or get infected mm-hmm. and all sorts of things. Well, mm-hmm, maybe I shouldn't go walk on the lawn. It says uh, I use a bunch of uh, chemicals on them. You walk up in your bare feet, knock on the door, and say, "Uh, hey, what what kinds?" <laughs> Hey, you got some of that uh, Hylian delight? (laughs) Y'all got any more of them pesticides? Yeah. Then you just... That's that's some good stuff. Offer a tall glass of pesticides to the neighbors when they come over to ask about your lawn. (laughs) Drink up a tall glass of Roundup. (laughs) I think... I I don't know. Did we have any more angry things? There was was a picture that went viral. It was... uh, fun was a lineup of I think the <laughs> Yarmouth store and it was oh here's a lineup of people what? that are waiting outside the, the store there, there was a bunch of lineup stories on day one well, like what it, else do you have to do in Yarmouth besides smoke weed and wait to smoke weed yeah the funniest part about the Yarmouth one is everyone looked at that because the the lineup wasn't going alongside the building it literally mm. went you know three or four people deep and then it got to the side of the parking lot you know kind of the curb of the building and then there was about 10 people lined up and it literally went straight perpendicular from the wall that the front door of the of the the liquor commission was on perpendicular straight out into the middle of the parking lot and, and i think all of the comments of nova scotia were all like yeah everyone's dumb in yarmouth we get that why are they not being run over why are they this stupid yeah and well, not, i mean I'm you not... know it was it was a massive lineup of like 30 people it went three quarters of the way across town mm-hmm. <laughs> now the other lineup apparently uh ashley mcisaac who is a Ugh. Somewhat famous East Coast uh, fiddle weirdo. player we- and weirdo, fiddle, fiddle weirdo, F- fiddle weirdo. <laughs> John Stamos and the fiddle weirdos. That's my new band name. So nice. Ashley McIsaac goes and he lines up like the night before, something like eleven p.m. and it's gonna open at seven in the morning. He goes, oh, "I'm gonna be the first one in line." And this is uh, some one of the stores out in I think Cape Breton because that's where he's from. I want to say, mm, regardless, sure. comes around in the morning and the, you know the news media is there. Ashley McIsaac, first one in the line, and he was right there in the lineup in front of two. Other people. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm like, okay, one, you're kind of an idiot for only really skipping two spots in line. But at the same time, Ashley McCarthy hasn't really been in the news for the last uh, 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. I think he got into some a little bit of, what was it, tinkle stories, problems? We- weirdo trouble. Weirdo trouble. He had some fiddle weirdo yeah. trouble. So I, I, I wondered if it was just one of those, hey, all I got to do is stay out all night and make you know make a name for myself by lining up for weed and booyah, and he can get his name in the papers, yeah. and he's all excited. Good job for that guy. Well done, Ashton McIsaac, getting back to fiddling like a weirdo. Yeah. But apparently, yeah, the lineups, and they ran out, but what with sales were something like, oh, they've made $300,000 in marijuana sales by 4 p.m., and then it was over $800,000 by the end of the day. And And I I think a lot of that was 
like I said, the novelty um, aspect of it. Because, I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, we know several people who partake of the wacky tobacco. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they've made it abundantly clear that they're going to continue to get it from the people that they have been getting it from up until now, except for the fact that, you know, they went to the NSLC to get their, to get a batch again, just for the novelty of being being able to go into a store and just buy it. But I mean, it's cheaper and from all reports better. If you have a, you know, if you have a guy that you have a good relationship with and he knows how to get good stuff, it's going to be better and cheaper from those people than it is going to be. It's uh, for for at least for the foreseeable future, I would think. Uh, NSLC stock hundreds of cannabis products. I'm just looking up to see if I can find any of the funny uh, variations because I, kn- mm, I know yeah. of of our couple of listeners. I think one of them especially, and he's mentioned <laughs> a number of the well flavors. I guess. <laughs> and they all have such interesting names. And then I say, I can't follow any of what you're talking about. And he says, oh, well, it's just like wine. It's really easy. You just get to know it all. I said, I don't even bother getting to know wine. I mean, there's two types to me. There's red and there's white. And well, I, his, roughly- I think his point, I think you're misunderstanding what his point was that he was making about the wine comparison was that he is as much into the weed varieties as we are into wine, which is, yes, we know there's a bunch of different crap out there, but for the most part, it's like, yeah, I like this one because, you know, it does what I want it to do, but you don't need to know the pedigree of every grape that went into it. Yeah, I, like I it think I, it doesn't matter. When he was talking about it, I think I even uh, pasted a gift but, from Half, yeah. Half Baked, which was Dave Chappelle yeah. going, damn, would you go to weed college? Yeah, but it's true. I mean, you can, I mean, it's no different than anything, right? I mean, like beer, wine, anybody who's really into this, into whatever. It's same as anything, right? Like the, the more into something you get, the more annoying you are when you talk about <laughs> the it. The more annoying you are about it because oh nobody God. else... Nobody else has the passion for it that you have, and you can say that about, like, anything. Don't talk to me right now, because my town is currently going through a food and film festival. Oh, my God, that's so so dumb. So, forget foodies have arrived in town, and the thing about food and film uh, festivals is the one thing that (laughs) isn't included in the name of the festival is uh, also we're really good at parking our cars. <laughs> so it feels like that's a thing that they are much less passionate about. Do you ever notice that these like the the food things people are like, "Oh, you know, I it's a it's a something something reduction in artisanal blah blah blah." And then you try it and you're like, "Yeah, I would not pay $30 like for this." Lama ass is <laughs> like, you know, it's like uh, I'm not I would never make the mistake of of telling anybody that I'm any kind of a a food sophisticant, but it's like I want to if I want to eat, I want to eat until I don't want to eat anymore. <laughs> and I can't do that. On It's like, oh, here's, this comes with a sliver of baby carrot and a sprig of artisanal asparagus. And it's like, <laughs> God damn it. I just want to give me like a 14 ounce steak now. Put the burger between the buns and pass it over. It's like, how, how would you like your steak cooked? I don't care. <laughs> Meatish. Yeah, like, I'm not picking Make it anyway. tasty meat. Yeah, that. I and also like the the film part of that. It's like, oh, we need to go see this film because it's filmed. It, it's it's in the original 
you know, Israeli and it's like, <laughs> oh my God, are you kidding me with this? Like, I don't want to read to go see a movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've, I've watched some things. Subtitles are great. I've watched, and I am ashamed to admit this, but I have watched subtitled anime and some of them are pretty good. And I don't know what they're talking about. I just have to read the things. But, but it's like I, I think uh, I think we just both dislike pretentious people, and it feels like it's the pretension about these things, and they're like, oh, it's it's so much better because it's uh, uh, nobody else gets it. It's like mm. nobody else gets it because it's dumb. It, it seems really <laughs> really easy to be to be pretentious about these kinds of things, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a food f- festival. So yeah, everyone has descended. There's people walking around up and downtown with lanyards on because they got you know Dude. quality seating at this PowerPoint presentation, which is in and out. <laughs> Or tent in the middle of a big field where this guy's going to tell them all about how lamb is made better if and you come, sing come to opera our to it. Spoke yak skin you. <laughs> okay, moving on. Other people we hate. Uh, apparently, Donald Trump recently He's... publicly announced that he's a nationalist and not a globalist. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like, like I don't know who he was telling this to. It was, it was just a throwaway news article I saw one time, and it was Houston. Kind of, like, I in think the last he week. was at a rally in Houston yeah, for like, Ted Cruz. Well, yeah, okay. Well, it's, first of all, you're in Houston, so I mean, like, that's a good audience to tell that to because they yeah. already are extremely xenophobic. You could just yell out "America first, and you'd probably uh, America. Good uh, remember I the mean, Alamo. You could do that in Pennsylvania if you were Donald Trump and you were at a rally in Pennsylvania. All the America first. It's not that you know all we don't we don't think that all Texans are Trump heads. And that's the only place in the United States that they are super Trump heads. It's just really no, easy to but... pick on Texans because their accent's fun. Well, yes, and they're also all there are Trump, Trump heads. heads in Idaho. There are Trump heads in Milwaukee. They are they are everywhere. I mean, he got yeah, in. It's, it's part of the it's part of the the state identity. I mean, there's smart people everywhere. Yes, but. That's one of the redder states. I mean, let's it's true. <laughs> let's 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 call it as it is. But anyway, yes, his point was that he is a nationalist, which you know, he, he was announcing it, that he was proud of that fact because he was trying yeah. to say to everybody, if it if it's not good for America it, and the rest of the world vote for it, I'm gonna say no. Is I think what the message he was trying to get to them, and they yes. they drank it up. They 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 mm-hmm. lapped it up and said, "Great, he's you know, America first, even if everyone's against us." So if we could find mm-hmm. a way to to turn Liechtenstein into a giant garbage dump that we can just flush all of our sewage to automatically, then we're like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. America. That that's that's the answer." Mm-hmm. You know, and it's uh, it reminds me of this other nation I heard about one time that had this whole uh, idea of nationalism first, <laughs> and then let's uh, let's try to find someone else to pin our our uh, problems on and. You know, it's fine. I I don't know what you're talking about, so you'll have to yeah, no, reference some no. books or something. Maybe you can yeah. uh, tweet tweet out some some great. I'll just uh, some, I'll, I'll I'll get the book for for you later. Some and, very uh, obscure. I, yeah, I, I read the book earlier. I was sitting upstairs in my comfy chair, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> anyway. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting was a lot of the, well, the, the media, um, outlets that I watch, i.e. the late night comedy guys, they all <laughs> seemed to, that's how I in, intake my news. They all seemed to jump on the word nationalist and saying, you do realize that you're saying one half of white nationalist, right? And that can't be good. But, and I'm, I'm kind of disagreeing with them on that because I think can't. Mm. Can't you say nationalist without? Absolutely, you can. Meaning white he, nationalist? 
I believe you can. He cannot. No. Because he is catering to a voter base who is pearly white except for the reds of their necks. Mm-hmm. And it's like everything about him is like, get get the Mexicans out. Uh, yeah. And, and Puerto Rico get, is know, not a real place. S- send those, uh, you know, send those people back to their shithole countries. And it's like, these are things that a president is saying. And I mean, it's, it's, I don't understand why everybody doesn't, I mean, a lot of people do. And I don't mean to paint all Americans with the same brush by any stretch, because I know there are a lot of very, very smart people who like hang their head in shame daily because of things their president says and does. So he got himself elected in by saying, I'm not going to be one of these other guys. I'm going to tell it like it is. And And that's the thing. Telling it like it is. Tell tell it like it is means I'm going to share the same racist, hateful thoughts that 50% of the voters have. Yeah, probably. And that's how I'm going to get in there. Probably even a smaller fraction of the country. But what I don't get, well, I do get it because the remainder of his fellow Republican politicians, Congress senators these number of people and they all have to save face (laughs) because they somehow have to maintain that well republican party we we didn't screw up by by letting him in yeah putting his llama in charge but (laughs) we really hate llamas today god what are we oh no it's uh i mean the, the whole i i lay this entire situation squarely at the feet of the democrats the democratic party shot itself in the foot because they didn't know who they wanted to support they they had this utopian old guy Mm. who they thought was too old to be a president so they put in this unelectable I mean, I again, I don't mean this to sound sexist, but the shrew of a woman. She's not who, very ball buster of a woman who has absolutely no uh, warming no charisma. Yeah, she has no charisma. I mean, you know, you look at George W. Bush, you look at Bill Clinton, you look at Barack Obama. These men were very charismatic. Whether or not you, yep. yeah, whether or not you believed in anything they said or did or or thought they were morons, they were very charismatic. Men, uh, I mean, like Barack Obama was very eloquent and clearly a man of education. And George W. Bush was, you know, he was a good old boy. He got up there and he was, you know, one of these Texan guys. And that's, you know, they, they oh, he's going to tell it like it is. He's one of us. He's not, you know, a dynasty of American political lineage. <laughs> My, what, was, what was that guy, Rick Perry? He was the guy who looked yeah. a bit like a, he kind of had like a Superman head. He was all the you know the jawline and the squinty eyes. I thought, yeah, I, I I think I'd kind of prefer President Rick Perry at this point. Yeah, but again, not my country. Whatever, someone else can. Figure I'd, it out I'd prefer I'd prefer Kez, President Katy Perry at this point. <laughs> That'd be a bit uh, weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> if <laughs> if all of her all of her announcements all of her speeches were made in the form of music videos mm-hmm. that'd be pretty sweet sure i'd vote for that yeah and here's i mean here's my it. new single my new video called i'm flying to a summit in switzerland next week mm-hmm. i'm flying to a new anyway yeah perfect other things President to hate here. uh while we're on hating and we're on hating <laughs> people who are xenophobic a town decided they were sick of all this um well not sick of but they they felt left out basically they felt left out of this whole pride thing so they said wait a minute wait a minute what are we proud of gentlemen what are we proud of and one of them said i'm proud of the fact that i make love to my wife twice a year and so they put up a straight pride flag i assume that's how it happened maybe i'm mixing hyperbole maybe do you think 
No, I'm fairly certain that's exactly how it happened. So this town uh. put up a straight pride flag. And I think what's bothering the most people about this is that it got through at least one committee and got put in place. Mm. Like there must have been conversations about this this must have happened this is sort of like when two political two right-wing political parties in canada this was maybe 20 years ago they got together and decided to to combine parties so it was the conservative party and the reform party so they decided to call themselves the canadian reform alliance party and they went yes and they all decided like hundreds hundreds of mps and like hundreds of party members they all got together and said yes this is definitely what we want to be we want to be the crap this is a genius idea they launched it and they got laughed at and changed it two days later because well, for some just, reason we've We've decided we're not sure about this name, so we're going to launch a fast action response team to look into this. <laughs> but it's our. I mean, I can't really speak as an old That's white right, guy. That's right. Where it's going to be the crap fart. Are old guys just really bad at seeing things that are potentially funny to everyone else? Do they? Just oh, absolutely. Have no sense of uh, the the bizarre or the absurd. But I mean, the the clearly political suicide and social just butchering that these people would have taken you've seen the flag right that the the, the, oh, the chip and yeah, yeah, flag yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't tell me that's not a little bit world war ii axis of evil sort of flag <laughs> it's a black and white striped flag with the linked male and female symbols on it i mean it's that looks definitely like something that would have been flying at more than one German prisoner of war camp. Well, I I think, I, I mean, I don't know much about it, but I think the, the plan behind it was, there's too many colors in this gay pride thing. Why aren't people just happy with a... I get with it. With a black and a white. Yeah. And then they're sort of, well... Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, this is something from five should days Should have made ago. it just, just, just lily white and, you know, put maybe put a little, little hooded stick figure on it, maybe. I don't know. Uh, oh my god, he's the mayor all gathered to raise the flag. I don't get why people... This comes up from time to time, usually from like loudmouthed people who who are, you know, racist or or one of the other ists. But you'll be like, oh, I don't understand why I can't have a, a white pride. You know, why don't we have white history month? Every month is white history month. I mean, this has come up for dozens of years that I can remember when people say, why don't we have an International Women's Day? Because we all laugh and say, because every other day is international man's day there's 364 days of the year that are man's day yeah and but yeah it's like it, it's oh, one of those just... very very similar so apparently the the flag got taken down but this guy no. um the man behind the straight pride flag uh who is a retired welder and insists he is not in the least bit anti-gay but is simply proud to be straight and doesn't understand why the village officials removed the flag after a single day he is you are laughably oblivious if you don't understand that, Mr. Glenn Bishop. It's, no hate was intended, says that's Mayor That's possibly Atkinson. entirely true. Maybe he was just no like... No hate was intended, but they don't that, get that it's inappropriate. It's super inappropriate for people, for the majority, the majority who's been responsible for oppressing... Uh, sexuality genders racist what have you you know it's just come on that would be like i don't know oh man it's just it's it's brutal i don't understand why people don't understand that that's not cool like oh i'm just i want to fly this because i'm proud of it well i mean cool be proud be love yourself be proud of who you are don't think you need to like hide or be apologetic because you're straight white you know a man whatever but 
My God, I mean, I'm not anti-gay. That... I have friends who are homosexual and lesbian. Oh, that's. And that's I'm not always... racist. I have a black friend. Yeah, that... I have a black friend. It's, that's, that's, that's always not proof that's the that go-to. You're not racist. Yeah, it's uh, not that's the go-to. Bro, uh, he said black and white stripes weren't a response to the rainbow stripes, but just a way of livening up the background to the international symbol. Crap. <laughs> But <laughs> this is so stupid. So yeah, he's no, apparently going to um, go forward with legal. He calls <laughs> the flags removal discrimination against straight people, and he and his oh supporters will meet to discuss next steps. He said they could include a court bat, a court battle. I'm not anti-gay, but I want to go to court over the fact that I can't have a flag that says I'm proud to be straight. Okay. Yeah, see, and again, this comes down to one of these things where on on Women's Day, I have tried in uh, the most recent past, like even on, on because uh, because they have, oh God, what, what is it called? Uh, pride, they have some pride days, don't they? It's like LGBTQ awareness day or something like that. Sure. Anyway, they have these days and everyone on Facebook, you know, you're straight mom, you're all of your straight friends, they all put up a rainbow flag filter because Facebook lets you do that. You know, your your closet, your couch, uh, you, <laughs> the armchair warriors all switch everything over. And then they also mm-hmm. think, ah, and it's the same thing, except they don't have to say, I'm not racist. So they just put up things like, I have lots of black friends. Go, black friends. Well done. I support you. And I'm like, this isn't about you. So... Yeah. It, okay, if, if it's Martin Luther King's birthday and you're not black, you don't need to say anything on that day you don't need to draw attention to yourself on international women's day i have virtue signaling it's look at how look at how understanding i am look at how yeah you know oh good for you people who aren't me you've come so far and look how much i'm applauding you that's so patronizing look at notice me look at notice me look at notice how much i support you yeah, I think we talked last week about this, uh, the thing, like, if you don't have a, the whole thing about, you know, uh, Pride Parades or Pride Day or, you know, Women's Day or Black History Month and all this kind of stuff. It's like, the thing is, is that the people who participate in whatever gatherings or, or things like that, they do so because they have a shared history of, you know, oppression or or discrimination. And if you're the white guy that's there like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have black friends. And it's like, you just shut up. Yeah. Stay home. You're not. <laughs> I mean, I, I would go and support to applaud people who are, you know, to, to support the group that is proud of what they're doing. But if, if someone says, hey, do you want to walk in? The, how come you didn't walk in the pride parade? Don't you love gay people? And I'm like, slow down. Yeah, you know, I support everything about this, but I'm not. The whole point of pride to me is you are, you 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 have to. Your pride is almost dangerous, right? So you are proud of who you are. <laughs> yeah, like you're, you're out there. You're you're putting less so these days, but you're putting yourself out there in a way that would have in the past possibly brought ramifications down on you. Huge ramifications, and still kind of a little bit do today. Maybe Eh, maybe not as much as we're going to Chop your head off. Definitely, yeah, definitely less so than in the past, and definitely less so here than in other. Like if you tried to do this in like Syria or Saudi Arabia, or you know, it's like (laughs) you wouldn't make it off your off your doorstep. But so so if I'm walking in a Black Lives Matter march, or I'm in a Pride (laughs) Parade, or I'm going through and putting on a huge show for International Women's Day, I just feel like I'm kind of the wrong spokesperson for all mm-hmm. three of those things. Now, having said that, do I need a straight pride parade? No! 
no. because every like, there there is just especially in Western culture there is this this settled notion this comfortable notion that everyone has at pretty much every corner of their brain that's just yeah yeah straight people have got it pretty sweet right now yeah and everyone just there there is that as just a consistent knowledge mm-hmm. so that's why I don't get a parade that's why I don't get a straight pride flag. Because the fact it's it's an empty flagpole, it's a field. It's the yeah. fact that there's a giant political office right there with a bunch of friggin' street white guys in it. That is my pride flag. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this seems to me it seems very petty, and he says it wasn't. But I mean, I don't see how you could do this without it being kind of a "I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you" sort of like it's that kind of movie. You're, just, you're right. You're you're stirring the pot, and you know exactly what you're doing. You're doing this because. You know, you, you, it's like, well, you're trying to turn the table to say, oh, look, now I'm being oppressed by gay people. Oh, <laughs> the tables have turned. And it's like, dude, shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, anyway. It's trying to draw attention to something that doesn't actually deserve. Yes. You are, you are not being oppressed. I mean, this, this comes up all the time when, uh, religion churches, you know, Christians do this in their churches and they said, oh, you know, the, the people are oh, trying to war steal. On Christmas. There's a war on Christmas. They're trying to take Christmas away from Jesus. No. And this comes back to the thing that I said the other day, which was after centuries of oppression, equality seems like oppression to the other side. Yeah, we did have a you good know, after when you, after after year after year. How, yeah, it's after years of privilege, uh, equality seems like oppression. Yeah, which was a really a really solid. I mean, that wrapped it up very nicely. I found so. It's, I mean, it's it's no different now. You have these the Christians who have you know have two thousand years of. Well, butchering people around the world for the sake of their religion and now those first you know, two or three hundred weren't very nice for them uh, but well I, no. I get what you're saying you're but yeah. you know okay cent- centuries of you know violence towards people who aren't them centuries of of oppression like what, even once in they the got themselves times. a pope and a few castles and a manner of taxing everybody uh, yeah, a couple of popes at one point yeah, well, three, but it's, it's kind of <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like you know now. I mean, we're in we're in in North America. The Catholic or the Christians are. I mean, they're the majority in in almost every metric. Mm. And then it it feels now all of a sudden you get you know Jewish people are gaining a, a voice and or have been you know for this the, most of this century right and the most of the last century. Yeah. But you know you have all of these new things that are and we're all supposed to be like oh you know celebrate kwanzaa celebrate it's like and actually i've never met a single person who actually knows what kwanzaa is me either <laughs> but it, it does but, feel pretty disingenuous and hypocritical for christians yeah. to say things like oh it's 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 basically oh we're we're being uh, we're, uh what's uh, i can't think of the word not disadvantaged we're we're being Prejudice, oppressed, uh, oppressed. Yeah, prejudice. We're being discriminated against, against by these other, yeah, yeah. Burr to burr and you know, you know, the thing that's truly ironic about that, and it really makes no difference other than well, in a, in a you know neckbeard sort of actually way, <laughs> but uh, the whole thing about most Christian celebrations is that they were co-opted pagan celebrations in the first place so i try not to get into arguments with my family about that because my dad posts things of oh look at these things being taken away from christmas being taken away from jesus and the easter bunny and And i'm like dad do you know how the christmas tree was uh, wrapped up in (laughs) the easter bunny is is all about you know fertility and yeah, anyway. Christmas yeah, tree was a sign of you know, Saturnalia by the pagans. <laughs> yeah, because they used to bring the tree, the the, 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 
the branches into their home to yeah. for this and that and the other. But yeah, it's I, it's the same thing. I mean, and that's more of the same that that Christianity has co-opted and stolen stuff from everybody else in order to ensure their own popularity yeah in order to trick people into into following their stuff yeah but anyway you know it's kind of like that thing you like christianity yeah Yeah, but we like our trees well you could have trees with christianity we have oh you like you like (laughs) rabbits jesus had a rabbit (laughs) yeah jesus had a rabbit shut up Jesus Jesus had a rabbit friend, and he used to, like, poop chocolate eggs. It was great. <laughs> like, I know this uh, Christianity this, thing, thing sounds sounds really good. I'm going to stop. This, uh, I'm going to stop sacrificing so a, our infant children to Baal yeah, next Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something, about a, something about a Jewish zombie? How, how did that work again? <laughs> I'm going to join that Jewish zombie cult. Yeah, that Jewish zombie cult was the best. Uh, there's a band named Jewish Zombie Cult. Nice. Okay, I think we've cheered ourselves up out of hating everyone, so now we can talk about uh, something that isn't hating other people. Okay. We got we got a couple here. We've got uh, the moral ramifications of media piracy. Yeah, this one was just kind of a thing that didn't have any sort of like news item or anything, except for the fact that I've recently got a new video game console and discovered how incredibly easy it was to pirate each and every game for it. So I was kind of like... Should I feel bad about doing this? Whereas, oddly enough, I have a newer video game console, and I'm trying to play a legit purchased video <laughs> game, and it's freaking impossible. That's often been the case. I've heard of people back, you remember back in the day when we were probably like just out of high school or just starting university, they made py- or anti-piracy things on video games so incredibly difficult. Actually, it was even a little bit after that, uh, like with... Um, Spore was a good example. Yeah. Spore came out and Spore had this always on DRM. So like if you didn't have an internet connection, it wouldn't, you couldn't play. And if their servers happened to be down for maintenance, you couldn't play. All these things that came out with, with Spore and it's like, I could just pirate this and it would actually be much easier for me than actually trying to buy this game. And that's Penny Arcade did an article or a comic. I'm pretty sure it was an article though about how much easier it was to pirate. So what they ended up doing is that we do this more often than not, but to review and play a game without problems, we go out and we buy a physical copy of it so that we and have then like, we purchase, it. and then you go and pirate it so that you can actually play the damn thing. Mm-hmm. But it's, mm-hmm. uh, it, I, I don't know if any, if any of that, can it be blamed on the advent of the internet and sharing this and sharing that? And so everything's got to be I mean, the Super Nintendo was never cl- plugged into the internet. To the internet, the the N sixty four wasn't plugged into the internet. The pl- first PlayStation wasn't. I think the second PlayStation two, you could get some sort of network port for it. Yeah, and then it was all. Oh, but um, now yeah, you they can didn't do really leak. Can share your this and share your that and log well, into your account and everything goes through your yeah. account. And while I do enjoy the concept of just buying things and having them out there in the cloud on your account as that, and that's how you organize your game, so you don't always have to have like a physical copy or them all installed mm-hmm. at once. It. I also get frustrated because I'm an old man trying to get through that. Can I just play the game? And they're all like, do you want to share this to your YouTube account? Do you want to check and see which friends are playing what? Or why don't, you know, this person just posted a new screenshot. You should go check it out. Piss off and let me play the game. Yeah. I mean, this extends beyond video games as well. It's because I, I probably, I've never had cable. Since I lived in this house, I bought this house seven years ago now, and I've never had cable, and I never am at a loss for things to watch. And at first, it was—I uh, mean, we had—I've always had Netflix, so I am paying for a streaming service. Um, it's minimal, and we actually don't use it that much, mm. but we still use it occasionally. Most of my TV comes from this intricate web of 
scripting and garbage that I've got set up that just automatically downloads the latest episode of whatever when it comes out, converts it into the appropriate format and fires it up onto my uh, media box upstairs. So it's kind of like, why would I pay over a hundred dollars a month for cable when there's like four shows that we watch? And this comes back then to, I mean, cable being a horrible thing to begin with, because if you, if you are these, this sort of person that just wants to sample everything that's on TV, or you need, you're one of these people who watches like a ton of daytime TV, mm. maybe that's, maybe it's a good deal to you. But for somebody who's like, oh, well, I watch you know, The Walking Dead, and I watch, uh, you know, the, half a dozen shows. I bet you can buy a season's pass to those shows on, like, iTunes or Hulu or wherever for cheaper than you'd, you'd pay for, for cable. In fact, I guarantee you could. I would think so. And not knowing a, mil- a, a whole lot about it, and this is where the Netflix model is kind of interesting to me, where Netflix used to be, oh, they do really well because all they do is they resell shows and they, and they supply those shows, so they don't actually have a lot of... Uh, production spend, spending yeah. and it's all so eight bucks a month is really cheap to do that but then i started thinking about it and i'm like here's another netflix original here's another netflix original I'm like, so they're producing shows based mm-hmm. on the money that we're giving them so this is kind of how cable companies where you would pay your cable bill and that was what that was what paid these production studios and they so well, you know, it was kind yeah. of an indirect thing and then those those yeah, channels... the cable companies would be buying shows from the production company mm-hmm. the thing is is that <laughs> A cable company, historically, they've always been so far removed from what their customers want to watch, or they're catering to the lowest, they, they cater to the safe, to the safe things. It's like, oh, you know, we could make uh, a Daredevil or uh, a Marvel's Avengers or a, no, Mar- uh, Defenders or show we could make like Netflix. Cake box- Cake Boss 12. Exactly. We could make it, we could make Big Brother 47. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they make safe things that they know are going to cater to a large audience, even though in general it's garbage tv so it's just then it's the people who love garbage tv and they are most often it's their cable the cable buyers because because anybody who knows enough to say they want to watch you know uh they're breaking bad or their game of thrones or these shows that are a little bit like above and beyond uh you know hell's kitchen 47 yeah i would or any of these without Try to be condescending. I would say challenging TV. Yes, where there's TV that's not everything is for everybody. I know that like my wife would really not get into Game of Thrones. That's just not her her thing. And but I, you it's, know, it's it's more challenging to follow the plot of mm-hmm. even you know even How I Met Your Mother or mm-hmm. uh, Big Bang Theory than it is to follow the plot of say House Flippers or Queer Eye yeah, for the Straight. But this guy. goes this goes back to time immemorial i mean you look at from something from the olden days like buffy the vampire slayer and it was on cable tv for what six seasons yep and then cable was like this people don't get it uh people have aged out of this show nobody wants to watch it and then it had to go to premium uh, a premium channel on what is it wb to pick it up to continue for the next what was it another two or three seasons that continued on after that which were you know like the best seasons because they were suddenly away from the the, the shackles uh, of the the board standards and protocols yeah. that they had to adhere to to be on you, regular you can't like, show nipples or talk about sex or... yeah yeah but, yeah, I mean, and they, they didn't even go that wild with that I mean it definitely wasn't a a Game of Thrones no. but which is which is all stabbing and boobs yeah boob stabbing. Boop stabbing one on one. Brooklyn yeah. Nine Nine is an example of a recent show that that mm-hmm. happened to, where they, I mean, that 
that show was awesome. And they did, what, four seasons? Three, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the network just said, yep, okay, we're not going to continue you anymore because, I don't know, someone just decided that, yeah, you're, you're too popular and good and everyone loves you, so we got to cancel it. Well, it became too expensive probably as well. You get you get the, the Andy Sandbergs and the and the, uh, the other people who want, you know, they're like, hey, we're making a ton of money. We deserve to have more money because the show is so popular. And that same thing happened with... Um, well, the writer strike oh, in general. Oh, yeah. But and what they was tried that? to do that with the, the Simpsons. I remember that yeah, being Was it Friends? Thing. I think Friends, like in the last right. season, those people, yep. they were making like a million dollars an episode yep. to film that show. And, you know, it was just ridiculous. And uh, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine, another network came along and said, uh, mm-hmm. "Okay, we'll, uh, we'll 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 take that turkey and we'll run." With and it. that's happening more and more, and it's happening more and more with Netflix because they didn't want to run uh, Arrested Development anymore. And there was a hiatus of what, like ten years? There's a while, yeah, like five to ten years between. But then they were like, "Oh, we're gonna make more." And then they made like what one, two more seasons of two more seasons of Arrested Development mm-hmm. on Netflix. But what, so, I mean, yeah. also recently, Netflix is not continuing on with two of the Mar- Marvel stories. I think Iron Fist and mm-hmm. Luke Cage, they're just not going to do another yeah. season of that. And I'm like, okay, those were, I mean, everyone kind of accepted, yeah, those were maybe the weaker ones. I mean, it's arguable. It's yeah. arguable. But those were those were just ones that didn't seem, and they probably have some really awesome numbers on who's watching what. Yeah. And those ones just Oh, I mean, and they would, geeky. because that, and that, I think maybe that's why Netflix is more tuned in to, I mean, that's not even a, that's not even a guess. That's 100% why. Why? Because cable TV just fires out shows and it's only based on subscriber feedback that they would ever know who's watching what. Mm -hmm. Netflix knows 100% what shows are being watched by who, in what regions. Like they have so much more. um, I haven't tried, but you must probably get, you know, like a a pirated uh, whatnot download torrent of the Netflix show. Oh, sure. You, you got to be able to. So it, Yes. It, but Netflix is so better, cheap that ha- that must get a huge slice of, of watchers. Yes. It's better I mean, it's not, it's not like HBO, right? Like, absolutely. Easy. Like, HBO is quite expensive and not available in all areas. So, yes, if I want to watch my Game of Thrones, I'm going to have to pirate it because yep. what am I going to do, right? Yeah, pay for HBO Canada, which is what, like $80 a year? Yeah, no, thank you. Well, okay, wait. Netflix is saying nine dollars a month, twelve, third and Garrett, fourth and July. It's pretty well up there for a yearly price. So, what is HBO Canada? Hang on, I'm going to learn this. I don't know. I'm sure it's HBO like... Canada. And of course, what? How much do you want to bet that it's not actually going to tell me how how much it is? There we go. Subscribe now. I can hit a subscribe now. Will you tell me how much this is? Select a province. Um, <laughs> it's more if you live in Nova Scotia than if you live in oh, Quebec. Select a provider. I have to choose. Yeah. <gasps> so I can get it from Bell Alliant if I want, but I have to go over to Bell Alliant and yeah. learn what they have on Five TV. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. It's gross. It's expensive. Let's just and put it that I way. And then I say, give me, give me to HBO's. It's not eleven ninety nine a month for Netflix, like I'm currently paying. Right now, pay a hundred and nineteen a month. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, but I mean that's that's because it's bundled with a bunch of other premium channels yeah, that I don't channels want. Channels you can be watching. Do you like the Fireplace Channel? Watch the Fireplace Channel. Do you watch the watch hey, man. Gwyneth Paltrow sell you a handful of monkey mucus? <laughs> Vagina eggs. Yeah. There you go. Have some of that. Uh, anyway, that's that kind of went off in a direction I didn't intend to, where mm. instead of just talking about piracy, we talked about geeking out about Marvel shows. But anyway, I mean, we've we've the, the, we have yeah. the point is that they, the, the the industry makes it difficult not to pirate media because they're trying to stop us from pirating media. I mean, we get that it's ironic and stupid and difficult to kind of. Yeah. 
comprehend. Yeah, the 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 the, the anti piracy tactics that the video game companies take only hinder legitimate users, yeah. not pirates. And the- it, it, like, if you could release the newest kind of cryptographic anti piracy software on your new game, and in three days somebody on the internet would have broken it. Yeah, and so yeah. what I find is the best. Uh, the best opinion to take in the whole thing is acceptance. And I remember hearing this of Game of Thrones a couple of years ago. I think they were in their third or fourth season when someone someone went up to the, the producers or the directors or something and just said, how do you respond to finding out that Game of Thrones is the the most pirated show hmm. on, on, on TV right now? It is, it is the most stolen and downloaded. And I think they were trying to wait for them to say, oh, well, we need to do something. We, you know, we need to do something about this. We need to be getting our, our, our money back and what we deserve for this. But the directors basically just looked at the reporters and said, honestly, that's pretty much a compliment, isn't it? You know, Yay, we're making yeah. a good show. <laughs> at least people are watching. And and that seemed to be their stance for maybe another year. But then I think uh, after another year, I learned this other thing where they were oh, totally clamping down on, you know, making sure that the all these host sites don't have Game of Thrones and blah, 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 blah. And it's sort of like when you're when you're looking at uh, YouTube and you can't find uh, certain you can't find Saturday Night Live sketches like old Saturday Night Live sketches anymore on. Try to find a Garth Brooks movie video on there. What? I don't know why you would. I but don't know why can't. I would either, but and no, and that's but you can't. It. You cannot. So it's people removing all mm-hmm. their content off the internet, and the ones who I have the most respect for are the ones that say things like, "Hey, dude, share this, share the hell out of this." And and it's not you. You get the um, you know, selling a CD out of the back of your car, dudes. They want you to share everything. They're like, "Like and subscribe to my channel," blah blah blah, and it's those people. <laughs> but the ones who are famous, like if U two comes at well, U two does okay. Bad example, not U two. Let's say let's pick on Nickelback and Nickelback. <laughs> Says, you you too forcibly <laughs> jams it into your iPhone and you can't not take it. I don't know. That was just a terrible example as soon as I said it. But let's say if Nickelback says, hey, guys. Nickelback. Our, our videos are available for free online. You know, jam it in your in your pod player and put it in your squeak phone and everything and, and listen to our stuff for free if, if you can. And I, I would have a lot of respect for artists that would do that because you've already got more money than private beaches mm. so mm. you're probably doing okay a big black jet with a bedroom in it yeah it's the one it's crazy yeah we were gonna quickly talk about modern storytelling stunted by uh modern technology but we could always save that for another time we talk for no hour. we're good we got time all right so i think i was watching yeah when i when i watch tv and uh tv shows specifically a, a lot of the crime dramas especially crime dramas and kind of scary movies where they i i don't know i i don't think i could say that there are more period dramas now than there used to be because I think that's inaccurate but it just feels like a lot of them go to uh, oh this takes place 10 20 years ago before we had smartphones so we can get away with Mm. a lot of these plot things stranger things where you just say things like just dude just get out get out your phone and, and yeah, like a hundred percent of of any problems that come along in modern society, it's like pick up your cell phone. It this wouldn't be a problem. And you know, like every, and that's not just in scary movies and stuff, but like every, look at look at Three's Company. Every episode was about some big misunderstanding <laughs> that if somebody had picked up a phone. And so, oh, is, okay, I understand. Is it just that you know writers are of a certain or certain ilk? or style that it it's all oh it's all just well, a big misunderstanding it. and that's a style of writing especially in comedy where it doesn't mm-hmm. work with some other ones well the thing is is that you have to in in storytelling in most cases you have to i mean every story every good story you tell has some sort of dramatic irony or suspense or something like that well, where conflict yeah you, but you can have you 
but you know something and like one other person in the story knows something that somebody else doesn't know and like that's that's gonna happen in every story but if you could just call that person the problem would just go away because like that person would be ready for the for the monster that's coming for them because it's but 2018 what, and everyone's got a smartphone and there's no conflict left in the world at all well there's conflict but mm-hmm. i mean if somebody's coming to kill you i'd pick up the phone and be like hey somebody's coming to kill you and you'd be like i'll call the police and i i so it comes down to me of lazy writing because i feel like you could do one of two things yes. you can come up you could write around it you can come up with a way of writing it that even calling someone won't help mm-hmm. or sure. you do what they currently do which is I, Make the getting, cell phone not work. I'm not getting any signal. Oh, I'm out of battery. 100%. Oh man, I can't get in touch with the person who's We started watching. We started watching uh, Supernatural a while ago. <laughs> it's it's mainstream, but every episode of that is like you know they need some conflict because they're locked in some room and they got to call somebody for help. It's like oh, there's no signal. It's like where do you guys live? I know at least one like, of our listeners is going to take offense if we started bad mouth and Supernatural. But I am. Oh, I'm I like it. On... It's a it's a fun story. I I, but... I loved it. Well, the part parts of it I I loved. I did enjoy it, even though I got a little sick. Of, I mean, I don't know how far you're in, but there are certain plot there are certain plot cycles. Mm-hmm. Well, I was that by I the, by middle of season three, like within the first ten minutes of a show, I knew what was happening and how it was going to resolve. It was it is kind of formulaic, and maybe they I'm okay with get, that. It's maybe how, they get a little wilder later on yeah, in the series it's, but it's how they they made the seasons almost formulaic where they started being kind of a it, it, there's a conflict between the brothers the whole way through the season and then something happens at the end of the season that seems to separate the two of them from each other and you're like well, will and, they and ever but, see each other again and then within the two ep- two episodes of the the next season they figured it all out and they're back together and it's back to what they normally do and then they spend that yeah. season having a conflict in a different way but they just... That's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, though. I mean, that's that's, that's the same thing. There was there was some big bad, and there was there there'd be some like there'd be about fifty percent throwaway standalone episodes, mm-hmm. and then there'd be the other fifty percent would be uh, towards the overarching dealing with the big bad, yeah. and then at the end all is resolved, or you know somebody's dead, and then the first episode of the next season is how how is how is Buffy now not dead? How is Buffy going to dig herself out of her grave just like Dean Winchester had to at the beginning? beginning of season four mm-hmm. spoiler alert it's 10 <laughs> years old get over it <laughs> like 11 or 12 seasons out now. i think i've watched up to there's 14 seasons i watched up to season 10 or 11 i forget when i stopped watching but i just yeah. they had they had put in so many dramatic over-the-top conflicts that they just mm-hmm. sort of swept aside that i got sick of when they added drama it was drama for the sake of drama and then it seemed to get quickly solved and or swept away like i'd watch an episode mm-hmm. and say dudes how are you getting along right now like two seasons ago this current argument caused you to even to literally kill each other that, yeah well, that's the thing know. but you've all gotten over this by now but this is why if you remove that need to write around or or however you do it uh, to write around cell phones because that's a huge thing right mm-hmm. in in all modern stories cell phones ruin storytelling unless because they resolve just about everything my argument is but, i think writers need to start learning how to use them yes i mean look at look absolutely. at star trek look at how many star trek shows where they always had community but you know there was always that thing oh this rock is too thick we can't oh there's a subspace Mm -hmm. anomaly we can't get in touch with you finally all of a sudden we're nice and german people i don't i don't know why star trek is a huge collection of tropes 
to write around their infinite technology. And also their infinite technology ends up being the solution to everything as well as the problem in all writing. Mm -hmm. Because you're right, they'll get, oh, transporters can't get down through this much basalite rock. And and all of a sudden, oh, but if we use the transporter and this strand of hair I found in her hairbrush, we can reconstitute her energy signal along with her DNA. And then suddenly we have terrible Dr. Pulaski back again. (laughs) I started rewatching Voyager again. And that's the kind of thing that happens where here in the Voyager is... The theme song is all, look at our amazing technology. Four seconds into the episode, uh, all our technology just broke. So we're basically cavemen banging sticks together for the next 45 minutes, and then everything turns out okay. Yeah, it's all good. And so everything needs... You're with the only Indian in the universe that can't start a fire. So is is it just that modern storytelling is the only way that we can come up with a decent conflict that can't be solved with modern technology is just to have modern technology conveniently break? It does make it more convenient. I mean, I'm sure it can be done. I I know I can't think of any example right I'm now trying that it's done to. well otherwise. But I mean, if you look at like Stranger Things, another Netflix original, uh-huh. excellent show set in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So there was no cell phones. Yep. So a lot of the because pro- again, it's one of those stories where if everybody had a cell phone, none of these problems would exist. Yeah. Or a lot of these problems wouldn't exist. It's A lot of it is because people get separated and there's a lack of communication from one group to the other. You know, it's like, oh, where's Will? Oh, nobody knows. Oh, maybe if I could call his mom, this would be resolved. What, but, what about um, modern, like the modern Marvel movies or Iron Man specifically? Because he's all about the technology and he's always doing cr- crazy mm-hmm. whiz-bang things with his cool phone. And, and they use them. I think he was... He was trying to find because Hulk went crazy in Age of Ultron and started rampaging. So Tony Stark is flying through the sky and he says, oh, quick, do a search, do a search for uh, news articles, tagline Hulk. And and they just all popped up so he could find him really quick to go and try and stop him. He knew what city he had leapt to. Mm -hmm. There are things like that. I'm like, yeah, well done. That's okay. Even though that's maybe slightly more futuristic tech where it's a it's a bit of sci fi, really, as opposed to where we are. Tony Stark also. Iron, the Iron Man movies, I mean, they're clearly set in current day, but he is clearly a futurist who has access to technology that, while not absurd, like a transporter. It's slightly out of our reach at the, it, at the moment. It, it, yeah, it's like, well, maybe if somebody, you know, went out of their way to do this, we could come up with something like this. But yeah, no, not to this, not that would fit in a tiny little suit like that, no. So sadly, that's just a but, complaint and I don't actually have a solution for it, but I do wish that they they would stop being afraid of hmm. uh, cell phones and, you know, texting and having the internet at your fingertips <laughs> that could solve problems. They just need to come up with problems that can't be solved by that. How about that episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer with the demon that lived in the internet? I don't fully remember eh? that one. Eh. That's and cool. Willow's, yeah, uh, yeah. Will- Willow ended up uh, having like uh, an online relationship with... This person that she thought was a person but turned out to be a demon who was living on the internet because she scanned in all these incantation books and that summoned the demon into the internet. Neat. Yeah. Okay. Internet yeah, ID. see? Internet. Good cool. old internet. So uh, so just to, to wrap it up, I think you've got some plugs you want to drop. Oh, uh, mostly in, in that uh, the following weekend from now, I'll be doing a 36-hour video game marathon for uh, Extra Life and raising money for my our local children's hospital, the IWK down Hal F. Facts, and that'll be over on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv, and my username on there is ZiggityZig with two Gs, two Ts, and then another G at the end. 
And then some more G's. Some more and some G's. Z's. Otherwise, I don't know. A bunch of Q's in there, link, silent Q's. Link to it somehow. If you, yeah, let yeah. me know. But that's um, so that's going to be happening actually over the weekend that we normally record our podcast. So this current time that we're actually recording this in real time right now would be around then. I'm cool with trying to do it during, or do you want to just make it simple and do it at another time? Anyway, we can. Ah, uh, we might should. We should probably. You're you're not great at. Uh... At multitasking. <laughs> no, but I will stop. Lie. I will stop video gaming, and the stream will just be me recording a podcast. Pod, for an hour. You, you podcasting? I'm playing the podcast. I'm game. playing the podcast. So, do you do you have any idea of what you're going to be playing? Uh, Thirty six hours. A number of different games. Tom, Wind Waker. Tom has actually approached me, and he and he <laughs> said, "Hey, if you're doing Extra Life again, you should let me know, and then we can get some cool multiplayer games." So hopefully, we're I'll get um I'll get everyone doing some multiplayer. You know, have a couple of hours set aside for some Geo Guesser. That could be a good time. Thirty six hours of uh, <laughs> War Thunder. God, no. I, yeah, so no. I think it's going to be like two to three hour blocks is what I did last time. Right. And that was a really cool. good, I, I felt that was a really good uh, for, formula for me. And then I'll be here in, in the uh, in the disc, in the Discord there. So anyone with the, Discord, the Discords, so you can just hop into the Discord and we can play some multiplayer Stardew Valley. Woo! Exciting nice. farming. We should totally do that. So yeah, and uh, Tom's Tom's keen on some Astroneer. So we should definitely cool. do some some Astroneering, some some farming and some geo-guessing and then maybe some uh, some Jackbox few of the cool jackboxy games cool that's about it so that's uh yeah that's that's what's going on a week from release of this that'll be uh the weekend of november 10th and 11th 2018 for those of you in the future who've totally missed out on that p.s mm. it was amazing and i raised a million dollars it was amazing it was, you missed it, it awesome. and i hope you're sad <laughs> And you should be. But regardless, you can uh, check us out. Uh, check out our podcast on Twitter at Sean and Ross, or you can send us an email, Sean and Ross podcast at gmail.com. If you want to give us any comments or uh, point us in the direction of some something interesting that we want to talk about in the future, or tell us about all the ways that we are most recently wrong. Yeah, tell us about your favorite strain of uh, weed from the LC. Because and... <laughs> I sure Why? can't look any of them up. They're all locked. Yeah. I need to put in my product code before I'm allowed to laugh at all of those. Yeah. Regardless, we'll be back in two I weeks. A, I, I got a story about that, but I'll tell you later. Oh, you're not going to tell me right now? I'll save it for next week. Okay, that's good. What about Kevin Sorbo? I don't know. I don't hate Kevin Sorbo.